1: change as witches on the path we believe we have the ability to make things happen within ourselves and for the world around us in other words to affect change change can be simply defined as to make something or become something different however humans in general don't like change because you cannot control what you may become or the outcome of situations spiritual growth requires change it is an intrinsic part of the process itself After all, the constant process of creation in the universe by the external divine creates change, so people are constantly changing as well. This is one of the best examples of the phrase, as above, so below, where various events and processes deal with the interactions between the macrocosm and the microcosm. Change is inevitable, but part of being human often includes a basic dislike of change, especially something major or we may resent how much time a change that we feel we want or deserve is taking. Often, it is our resistance to the process in some way that causes difficulties and fuels our dislike. A scientific fact is that your epidermis, the outer layer of your skin, is completely replaced about every 28 days. Maybe it's a coincidence this is about the length of a lunar cycle, or maybe not. The point is that each of us is completely changed, at least on the surface constantly without any thought or effort on our parts being able to affect change can be considered a gift from the external divine to each of us we have the opportunity to truly become the person we desire or need to be sometimes it may take deliberate effort to change and sometimes it is a matter of waiting for it to happen and sometimes we just need to get out of our own way in order for the process to unfold It is a journey and an adventure and the source of our greatest frustrations and joys as human beings and witches. Learning to be more accepting of all aspects of the process of change has been part of our spiritual path since the beginning. Working on our own issues regarding change has been a part of our shadow work. Change affects us individually and is part of our group practices. We are not the same people we were when we first started walking this path. And we will not be the same people when we get up tomorrow because of the spiritual practices of today. It is both exciting and a bit
0: terrifying all at the same time. These biweekly chapters have certainly been following our life to the point where it's getting a little spooky. (laughs) And of (laughs) course, this week we get to talk about change. Oh, of course,
1: that that most dreaded and feared human condition on the planet for
0: most of us. Well, and both you and I and most of those that you and I care about are all at crux of big, major change in their life right now. So it's just kind of great that we're able to talk about how we're able to tolerate and different ways to cope with change.
1: Oh, I think so. And and I think one of the biggest things is change happens, as we say in our reading, whether we participate or not. It's always going on around us. It's not that I don't think it's change is the problem. It's our resistance to it sometimes that creates all of our angst and issues and everything else when you think about it.
0: Well sure change involves a certain amount of uncertainty and uncertainty is instinctively going to make a primate brain anxious.
1: Yes. Precisely.
0: You know um however at the on the other side of the balance there is it's impossible to grow without change so change change and growth are sort of different sides of the same.
1: Energy. I think so you know change or our reaction to it creates growth sure depending on whether we initiate it or the universe decides it's going to thrust itself upon us in some new and interesting way
0: that we hadn't anticipated well i i described to someone that i was close close with this week about how myself you know in this journey and i'm so blessed to be able to continue on with you and, and carrying on you and sue's work and now calling it my own work um but after sue's passing i i spent some time in a bit of a cocoon and just naturally i have sort of felt myself like that just crawled out of the coon and i'm still sort of drying off my wings stage mm-hmm. and so then i looked at the book and said oh we're going to talk about change tonight and i said this is going to be a lot of fun."
1: well it is it can be I think one of the best parts about being a witch is that we can create change.
0: Absolutely, and we can we can steer it and and drive it and control it and even try to do things like manifesting.
1: Sometimes, yeah.
0: But at the same time, at least right now for me, what I'm learning is um, like I I've drawn a couple of cards from a local reader that comes by the store and whatnot. And everything has either lately for me, been about cops or about change. And every single one of them has looked at me and said, Dave, don't screw this up. Don't fight it. Don't look at this. Like a dog looks at the door to the vet clinic, just let things naturally flow. So it's a change for me not to have my hands on the wheel and trying to run everything with intent. It's a change for me to just sort of put my my hands behind my back and treat like life like a water slide. And I am just getting so much growth and so much as a result of this change that there has to be some power there.
1: Oh, well, sure. And, and like you said, sometimes we need to get out of our
0: own way. Well, that's just it. This This was a time that the readers said, Dave, we know you um, for once, just let the car drift. Don't try to correct it. And here, <laughs> and here I am, um, oddly enough, I'm in a new relationship with the driver. I don't know if that analogy had anything to do with it or not. <laughs> could you never know
1: i think one of the biggest things that we struggle with is when we get caught up in other people's change sometimes and doesn't match our particular whatever and then we have to get out of the way and let them continue to change and try not to get involved in directing their process, even though sometimes it's like when you have <laughs> teenagers and you see the relationship and you know there is going to be a train wreck. Yep. You can see it coming because you've lived as a teenager and you're not a teenager anymore. And you can look at that relationship and go,
0: nah. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta watch. And, and then, Sometimes you and just have, have to watch. One one
1: done. Done. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's another way we have to remember, too, that we have to let other people go through what they need to grow and change, too. Sure. And we can't fix it, even though we'd like to, because it would be so much easier than living
0: with the angst and the drama. and. Well, putting this back to uh, a little bit more of a magical perspective, I think for me... One of the things that I struggle with in my magic or my workings, as I sit here and think about change, is that I will form a mental image and a mental picture and really believe in what I expect to be coming or whatever solution is. And once I have seen it and actually imagined it, I expect that in the universe outside of dave's bubble it has come to be and it's not that quick you know i will picture something and then step out of my bubble and say why hasn't it happened yet i struggle with allowing the universe the time for it to bring about that change. You know, I I I grew up in this instant gratification society. And all right, I pushed the button. Why didn't it work? Push the button again. And and sometimes it's that inability for me to imagine and then accept when change happens as opposed Mm to imagine and expect.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're perfectly right in trying to generate change. We just don't always know what the timing is going to be. And right. why you get frustrated with the whole process of change. It's not happening exactly how I pictured it. You know, not a green one. And they were supposed to be here Tuesday. And it's a week and a half later.
0: But when you look back on it, inevitably, you can see that the change was there and it happened as it needed to happen.
1: Oh, sure. You know, I mean, we, we can create change. We just don't <laughs> necessarily have all the details perfect because we're human and we don't always have the timing.
0: Well, yeah, I want my manifestations to be instant, um, instant. but, you know, I, I grew up in the instant oatmeal microwave era. So, well, sure,
1: I want what I want when I want it. And I want it right fucking now and get out of my way because I'm going to go get it right Come on, you know. Jess, uh, just which describes the perfect addict behavior. Which too, essentially
0: right? means what I've been doing is giving the universe a care and attitude. And I could probably uh knock that off for a while. Yeah, we could try. <laughs>
1: we could try a better attitude.
0: Hey, know. I'm looking for change here on
1: huh? Yeah, well we all are. And and sometimes like we can ask for change. We just don't always <laughs> get what we expect either. The universe has a sense of humor when it comes to change, I think, sometimes. Oh, sure. Absolutely. It doesn't always match our own. You know, I mean, I don't know. I've had enough change for the year already, and it's only, what, February 23rd, as we quote this?
0: <laughs> but remember, your skin is new every 28 days.
1: Yeah, I know. And isn't that a cool synchronicity when yeah. you in the universe, when you think about it? We get a new moon and new skin all at the same time
0: well and there was something here in the in this particular reading that i did want to call back to
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we are not the same people we were when we first started walking this path definitely mm-hmm. um blessedly yes. and we right. will not be the same people when we get up tomorrow because of the spiritual practices of today that hits me every time I read that because it's just to me so universally true. The person that I am going to wake up tomorrow morning is as a result of how I have kept the balance of body, mind, and spirit today.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Works for a lot of situations. Sure. I just, yeah, I think there's like a a universal tenet or something buried in there that we're just seeing worded a different way. But I love that we will not be the same people when we get up tomorrow because of the spiritual practices of of today. And I think that that takes um, change right down to a nutshell.
1: I think so. We do things differently we wake up and the world is a little better or a little brighter some days and other days we get up like this morning where i had to chip two inches of ice to get from the door of my car you know it's. It, but you still get up and, and, and you're breathing and yep you know i just remember that nature has some interesting manifestations as far as weather goes where we live and if I wait a couple of hours, it'll change anyway. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, around here if you don't like the weather, watch a movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and it'll be different by the time the movie's over. Yeah. Well, it keeps it new and different and exciting. And it will at it this way, we get we get little changes. We don't, you know, get hurricanes and earthquakes or
0: well and tornadoes generally. I, I have to say just because I, I, I want to mention some of the some of the interactions that we're starting to get as we form our little baby community here but it's a change for me to start having these these fascinating neat discussions that we're starting to have in the discord um you know Mm -hmm. our, our our happy lady out in kansas asked me a couple of questions you know about something that i had not had asked of me in that perspective in a long time and it gives me a chance to to kind of think about change and whatnot so i'm loving the fact that we're starting to get those spontaneous conversations going and i encourage anybody who doesn't know what i'm talking about to go look for young crones cafe on patreon i think so
1: i think so it's kind of neat to know that somewhere out in the wilds of kansas there's somebody who's anticipating this episode dropping and, and there will be discussion held well, like to how- keep
0: up the to keep up the cafe thing. You're pretty much the cooker, or the barista. I'm the guy wiping down the counter. But we actually have somebody that lives at the counter. And I'm just so happy for that.
1: <laughs> I think so. I don't know if I'm necessarily the cooker or the barista. But I mean, I think Sue Sue might have something to say about that part, because we took an awful long time to put this together. And she had mentioned that Maybe some of this stuff is too complicated for her, and I feel like saying, "Do you know how long it took us to figure this out? You are not alone. Right. <laughs> it. Maybe it's more complicated than we thought it was going to be." You
0: well, know, and honestly, the only reason I understand half of it is because whether I wanted to hear it or not, I heard it in one ear for the last ten years.
1: <laughs> Probably yes, <laughs> you know, and it kind of sailed on through, and bits and pieces stuck. Yeah. Oh, now I know what they were talking
0: about. I got to tell you, those witch stone cards are really, really working for me, are really talking through me. So I must have heard a lot more of those discussions than I thought I was listening to.
1: That and they are a very simple divination method. They were not meant to be complicated. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who struggle with finding something that works. And we said, the heck with it, we're going to make our own. Right. <laughs> hey that that's change in itself is, is being willing to sometimes the biggest change we make is we try something different.
0: And there again, that brings change. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, it's, it's like I have had to adjust what I like to do in terms of my like regular spiritual practices as an individual, because of the fire, everything that I would use before is in storage somewhere. I think. Possibly. I'm not quite sure anything. Or in two different storages, there are possibly three at this point. So it's it's I don't
0: have my tools and my candles and my incense. And you know, just a little You know, I hadn't thought about that. You uh, the next time you stop over, I know this is offline, but the next time you stop over to the house, you know, um Susie and I have quite a, a cabinet full of stuff. If you need anything, by all means, I'd be happy to share it.
1: Oh, I know, I appreciate that. But I have found that one of the things we used to joke about was there There was a very famous pagan back in the day named Peter Patton, who used to claim if you couldn't work magic naked in a bomb shelter, and he was from England, which explains the bomb shelter and the garden reference, um, you weren't doing it right because you don't need all those bits and bobs and pieces. And he was trying to remind us that we are the magic you know, and and that they're fun and that they're nice, but you don't have to have them. And now I set my intent in the morning like I did. I don't light a candle, but I take my coffee cup Mm -hmm. to the back porch and see what the weather's doing. Right, look for the sun. Look for the sun. And then I also make it a point to go out at night and look for the moon. Yep. So I am feeling much more connected to my environment than I have been in a while. I think it's a reason... I just put
0: out a new tip tricker, which he hint tonight about uh, knowing the moon phase that I'm going to start doing tomorrow morning. And I'm, I'm excited because I think it's going to bring another level, level of change in my awareness of, you know, where the moon is and where I am in its cycle.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, we are much more, I think sometimes we are more affected by the lunar cycle than the solar cycle in terms of changes to us because it happens more rapidly.
0: Like I said, well, I mean, and and gravitationally it's it's more of a localized intensity.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. And it fits so well with our discussion of change in that our skin recycles itself about the same amount of time it takes for a lunar cycle to pass. Okay. So, I don't know, I'm a big believer in synchronicities, you know that, and it somehow he just seems to fit okay <laughs> hey, baby we're changing more than we think we are
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i i was speaking to a dear friend the other day who was uh, just absolutely refuses to believe in in coincidences and basically says that everything is connected it's just on us to be able to find how that connection you know is made
1: okay I don't know i like the idea of those coincidences and synchronicities because
0: it makes me more aware well and i like rhythm i understand yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) well you're a drummer that makes perfect sense (laughs) that you would like rhythm come on (laughs) (laughs) think about it that's one thing i'll be here all week right Um, you know but when you, you think about it the process of change for which I think is different than, say, for somebody who isn't, because change is supposed to happen from God. Well, it's,
0: at some level, I think we're more self-aware in that we're willing to sit down and take a look at how it is that we feel about different things more often than someone who just goes and sits in church once a week on Sunday at that. And they get told how they're supposed to feel about things, so yeah, we're i I, I think we're more aware of the and that's that's why I loved learning your you're calling it the imminent and the the divine, but that little tiny spark, you know, it's there's a commonality there, you know, I think so.
1: Regardless of religion, everybody on the planet, I truly believe has that spark yeah and we're absolutely. all looking to connect which explains why there are so many religions in the world is i are just finding trying to find what works to find that connection
0: um coming coming a little bit from sort of a shamanic p- perspective or whatever i believe that that holds true for many if not all animals and many beings as well yeah oh, I absolutely. Think so. my rocks certainly have spirit i <laughs> cannot question <laughs> I have seen too much empirical evidence that proves to me that there is some form of Susie in that cat. So, mm. I, I can I can believe what I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I understand <laughs> completely. Sometimes that cat it re- has changed. <laughs> you know, sometimes it requires belief. Sure. You know, and and how you build your beliefs is
0: part of your spiritual practice as a witch. As you figure out and what that is are. That is admitting and knowing from day one that this is going to be a constant journey of change. Mm-hmm. I know that's at the core of why you and Susie chose the words, the path, because yeah. every one of us knows that it's, it is a path, it's a process, and so change is part of taking each step.
1: I think so, and it's not a bad way to live. It's it's like I said in the, in the writing, it's our greatest joy and it's equally terrifying at times because you literally have no idea where you're going to end up with every step sometimes.
0: Well, I guess where I've been able to to be lately, Is I live enough in my own bubble that I'm aware of the bubble enough that I know I only have to um, manage the things that are happening out at the edge where my bubble contacts others. Mm -hmm. I don't have to manage anything within my own because I am where I'm supposed to be and I'm feeling right, you know.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying you don't. I where where I was taking it with the path analogy is sometimes we get a glimpse of where we're going for a little while, and all of a sudden, boom, you're completely lost, and you know you're supposed to be lost for a
0: while. <laughs> or we didn't know there was that
1: dragon. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Over there. Oh my! There's a dragon. <laughs> exactly. And right. so that it can be. I don't know. I guess the best way to describe it is a humbling experience at times when you realize how much we don't know.
0: Well, and and at other
1: times, it's like certain things lock into place. Like you're doing a jigsaw puzzle and you're looking for that one piece with the three sides and the little hole for an hour, and all of a sudden you find it and it clicks into place. And you're like, okay, that's correct. That's right. I got another little piece of the puzzle. This is me. That's
0: changed. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's changed, exactly, because it's a different picture at that point. I know for me as a person, I have had to make some major changes throughout my life. So sure. I am less terrified of the process of change most of the time.
0: I sure. Yeah that comes with experiencing some of the, the the harsher or or more sorrowful lessons of life is you at least to grow confidence in your own ability to roll with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I still deal with the, I want it right now. Sometimes, you know, I think that's where I, I, I struggle with change personally is, is the impatience of it.
0: Yep. You know, yeah, because we're getting really good at wishing for what we want, but it's oh, not getting really good at giving oh, it to us right that minute.
1: <laughs> please, yes. Okay. You know, and I have to and and like I said, because I deal with so many teenagers all the time, it's like I just wish they would
0: change sometimes. <laughs> and then, you know, a little faster. Let's it's get what a I
1: re- here.
0: It's what I refer to at work as a dynamic environment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you say dynamic or dynamite? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, usually so, so. when you come in the door, you're ducking your head anyway. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> same idea. Yes. Run for cover quickly when you see that particular expression. Just
0: just don't go there, you know. Well, in all fairness, I adore the people that I work with. And they also know enough not to interact with me until I've had coffee. Well, there you
1: go. Mine, mine mostly know that and I have a 12 year old trained. When she gets up in the morning, she'll ask me if I've had my coffee. And if I say no, she's like, "Do you want me to make you a current cup of coffee now?"
0: <laughs> so, oh, she's an automatic favorite in my book. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah she just owns me now. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. well, she did what she said. You know, you you know you I gotta tell you, Dave the science man. Let's be honest.
0: I gotta, I gotta tell you, oh, the the story of the coffee cup. You know that that story with Susie and I. No, which one? So the first night that we got together for for a date at Mm -hmm. disney steiner god valentine's night 2007 i think a while back yeah yeah um anyway here, here the two of us are and we've been sitting there for about two hours having coffee um and a snack or whatever and just talking and it was so easy and and we finally got to a point where we just sort of looked at each other like, what are you looking for? You know, I mean, both have been, both of us had been married and divorced and this and that, and, you know, and I being a smart ass, (laughs) (laughs) I said, Hey, I want I want a woman that won't leave me. And she never did. No,
1: she didn't. She put up with a lot.
0: Yeah, she did. (laughs) And And I said, I want a woman where every morning when i wake up there's a cigarette and a cup of coffee next to the bed.
1: Oh, well, there
0: you go. So we quit smoking together years ago. Mhm. But well into her time in chemotherapy and 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 trying to recover, well into that time there were about 8 days total in 15 years that she missed and five of those she was in the hospital.
1: Yeah.
0: Every single morning I woke up, there's a hot cup of coffee next to the bed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you know, when somebody talks about a cup of coffee in the morning, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Show me 15 years of that kind of just wonderful, compassionate loyalty that she gave me. So, Mm -hmm. um She'd- and now I drink my coffee out of her cup, so live with it.
1: <laughs> there you go. And she would be so proud of the person you're becoming nowadays. She would be I just so, so thrilled for you.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Oh, I know so.
0: But to, but
1: to And, to and it here up.
0: again, change <laughs> in me... Even though I've spent the last year essentially in mourning and and there is a sadness and there is a process internally and in reconnecting my spark to the big spark without it being connected to another spark in that way,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I have changed and... Someone said to me, the way they described it was, "I seem to have found meaning and purpose, and I've become a better human being as a result of Susie's passing mm-hmm. and being there for it." and i I felt really good about that because I'd, I'd like to think I am changed. Oh, well, I know you are because I know you.
1: <laughs> at least, you know at least more than some other people do and i think too a big change is you've opened yourself up to considering the idea behind the path
0: sure absolutely
1: you know and, and you in and whatever it is for you that's i think that's one of the things that we fail to mention sometimes is when we talk about this stuff this is our path and we're putting it out there because we want people to think
0: Well, yeah, I mean, for me, the path, the model of the path will always be simply because I sort of grew up watching it. But that will be the connections that you and Susie carried from three or four different named groups. But that was that core. That is the path that's the model. I walk my own path. that is very similar and the next person ought to be walking their own path and model it where you like it and or or share where you like it and you know don't incorporate what you don't or whatever but it's not about walking the same path that you and susie were walking no you're carrying that on we are all kind of walking our own tribute to that path
1: In our own ways, I think so. But when we share about the path, we want people to think. Find your own path. Yeah. You know, this is what we did. And maybe we can,
0: you know, move a boulder out of your way for a minute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, but by this. Yeah, I
0: love working in a metaphysical store, but I got to say this at least once in a while. People write your own spells. Make mm -hmm. your own magic. It's us. These are all just props and trinkets. We are the magic. Exactly. Sorry, my rant (laughs) is over now. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Mine too. So with that being said, maybe we should wrap it up and figure our way out of our latest rabbit hole.
0: Oh, yeah. We're talking about change. And, you know, (laughs) just like our conversations, it's dynamic. (laughs) That is
1: a good way to describe that, yes. And I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Oh, I adore you too.
1: I adore you too, dear. Witch stones are a divination tool we created as part of our practice. The deals with what we call concrete stones, specific types and kinds of energy, and conceptual stones, things and ideas about witchcraft, which can be read with either a seen or an unseen meaning. Recently, we have developed a set of oracle cards using this information. We would like to introduce you to one of these stones right
0: now. Now that we have introduced you to all 32 witchstone cards, it's time to move on to discussions about how the cards are parts of groups within the deck and how they relate to each other in all sorts of different ways. So today's topic is the four cardinal direction cards within the concrete cards. While we've already talked about the individual characteristics of our four cardinal direction cards, today we're looking at how these four concrete cards relate directly to the elements and to the cycles of season, of life, of moon phase, and of time of day, and the year of the Sabbaths for those of on the, thus on the path. We'll go through these in two different ways so that it's easy to see them as they relate and connect to one another. So for example, many of us are accustomed to the sayings, winter, spring, summer, or fall. Or some of us, earth, air, fire, and water. So too, these concrete cards have similar places on the path's cycles. The first way I'll describe them is as such. North, east, south, and west all align directly to the elements of earth, air, fire, and water. North, east, south, and west also align with our seasonal cycles of winter, spring, summer, or autumn. In our life cycle, north, east, south, West all align with rebirth, birth, life, and death. In our moon cycle, north, east, south, and west represent dark or new, waxing or growing, full, and waning or fading. In our day cycle, north, east, south, and west correspond to midnight or night, dawn, noon, and twilight or dusk. And finally, in our cycle of Sabbaths and cross-quarter times, north, east, south, and west align with the winter solstice, the spring equinox, the summer solstice, and the autumn equinox. Another way that we can describe them in relationships is as such. North is the element of earth. North is the season of winter. North is the moment of rebirth or conception in the life cycle. North is the dark or new moon on the lunar cycle. North is midnight or nighttime in the day cycle. North is associated with the winter solstice Sabbat. East is the element of air. East is the season of spring. East is the moment of birth in the life cycle. East is the waxing moon in the lunar cycle. East is the dawn time in the day cycle and east is associated with the spring equinox sabbath south is the element of fire south is the season of summer south is the period of life in our life cycle south is the full moon in our lunar cycle south is noontime in our day cycle And south is associated with the summer solstice. And west is the element of water. West is the season of autumn. West is the time of death in our life cycle. West is the waning moon on the lunar cycle. West is the dusk or twilight time in the day cycle and west is associated with the autumn equinox.
1: Before we go, we would like to present you with a tip or trick or witchy hint, just something to make your day go better, because we live in a mixture of the magical and the
0: mundane. Today's tip, trick, or witchy hint is, what is the moon energy at a glance? One of the things that I have been trying to focus on this year has been to become more aware of where in the sky, and more importantly, in the energy cycle, the current moon phase is. It helps me to tie into the natural physical energies and is very helpful for planning any major spell work or projects that I might need to accomplish. For this tip trick or witchy hint, I'm going to suggest a practice that I am adapting to help me to be able to know at a glance how the energies of the current moon phase are affecting my body, mind, and spirit, and understand what a powers are available on any given day. We break down the moon cycle into basically four conditions, new or dark, waxing or growing, full moon, and waning. I personally prefer to see them as new, growing, peak, and healing. You are, of course, welcome to spend some time developing your own way of describing what these different phases represent to you and your practice. As a brief side note, as a practitioner of walking what we call the path and more directly now as a practicing reader of the Witchstones Oracle cards, I've struggled a bit with the four color scheme that Elizabeth and Sue developed over those years. So I'm going to be using their four colors to represent my four phases of the moon just to help reinforce some of the correspondences that I've been learning to work with. Now, I purchased a cheap set of elastic hair dyes, you know, the little stretchy rubber bandy in you know, a range of colors. I picked out all the blacks, grays, reds, and whites and chucked all of the other colors into my kitchen drawer. You know the one, you have a drawer like that too. So, my new moon in my universe anyway, is those three days when the moon is what I call sliver, dark sliver. Those three days are associated with the new or the dark moon and their corresponding color on the path is black. So for those three days, I shall have a black ponytail holder on my key ring and on my key fob and on my briefcase, maybe even on a button on my jacket. And every time I see that black symbol, I'll be prompted to take a moment and remember that the moon right now is new and fresh and magical conceptions are happening. My waxing moon is the time from new to full and should be connected with white. So for those five, six or seven days, the visual reminder will change to white, which will cause me to notice that we are now in the waxing or growing phase of the moon cycle. My full moon is at three days. I call it calendar plus or minus one when it's a big blazing disk of energy in the sky. And for those three days, a red hair tie on all of my little accessories and the knowledge that the energy is at its peak and to remind me to tune into its effect. And then for the last five, six or seven days, the waning time or what I like to call the healing time. I'll see the gray on my accessories for this waning moon and understand that this place is in the process. This phase is in the process is necessary to bring us back to black or to new. So, in short, new black birth of magic, waxing white, working its charm, full red reaping its fruits and waning gray, returning to source and recovering.
1: Well, it looks like the coffee cups are empty for this week. We hope you join us again next Tuesday, but you can find us at our website twoyoungcrones.com That's the number two
0: young crones. We'd love to have you join our growing online discord community. Check out our new Patreon presence. Just look for Young Crone's Cafe. Through Patreon, you'll be able to make it to our Discord. We are also Young Crone's Cafe on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Until then, remember, we are witches who work with energies to affect change.
0: We are believers in both imminent and transcendent divine.
1: We are celebrants of the passage of the solar and lunar cycles.
0: We are hedge walkers who pass back and forth between the worlds of the magical and the mundane.
1: We are seekers of knowledge.
0: And we are walkers of a spiritual tradition we call the path. So mote it be. So mode it be.